in the tube. You're talking about a vagina <laughs> and a penis. <laughs> that doesn't work. Listen, all of y'all, it's the Commander Smiths. Listen, all of y'all, it's Commander Smiths. Listen, all of y'all, it's the Commander Smiths. Listen, all of y'all, it's the Commander Smiths. <laughs> That's it. Sabotage. Beastie Boys. (laughs) Tyson would love that song. That's one of his favorites. And and actually, Cindy hates that song because of how Tyson sings because he freaks out when he sings it. And she's like, I hate that song because all I do is I picture Tyson screaming that song. Does Tyson know this or is he learning this right now? No, he knows it. It's from Rock Band because that would be the one that he'd always want to play and then Mm, he'd be the singer. The worst of the two video games. No. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome because he got the drums and everything. But it was so boring like for the guitar part compared to yeah guitar well, Hero. it's because you were a monster guitarist where i love the drums on it and the actual singing with it and i did the whole hand drum in motion because everybody can see that welcome to commander smith we are the commander smith <laughs> i'm adam smith and i'm lowry smith don't worry we're cousins this is episode number 79 what and we might be we have what have a we're going to Colorado next week. Yeah. Family trip. Days. Family reunion. You're leaving. When thing. are you leaving? Two I days? I leave Thursday in two days. Yeah. yeah, I leave Friday. So we might have a break for a week or we God, might I hope not. have something that's special. I don't know. We'll, or just a regular one. Or just a regular <laughs> one. One of the three. We don't know yet. We'll see. Nothing. Possibly something or something special. One of the three. Door one, two, or three. You don't get to decide. <laughs> but you should... Uh, Check us out on Twitter. We'll Twitter? give a hint. I said Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Uh, I mean, your dad is a twin. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. And you're, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> no. My wife's dad's a twin, and everybody wanted to know all this. <laughs> did I know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I probably did know that. Yeah. That's why we thought our first kid, we we're like, we're going to have twins because both of our dads are twins. Oh, that's your. That whole theory or something that it skips a generation. And then, so we're like, oh, we're for sure having yeah. twins. And not. No, it's actually the, the twins themselves have the highest chance of having a twin. Oh. So it's like a. Fun fact. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it fun, but. <laughs> random bar trivia pretty fun i I enjoyed it (laughs) um but yeah follow us on twitter because you'll kind of get a hint of what's happening or or this is just a big fish and just like could be fake just we got you guys on twitter (laughs) 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 fuckers uh Uh, but what do we got today we got uh one of your spotlights here right yeah are we actually saying which one we don't have to yeah because we we're cutting this well, one up. What, no, 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 we're not okay, cutting we're this one. It. This one's All going right. right up, so we can right. say it. So I'm doing Savine, the the red, white, and blue new commander that doubles the uh, spells from the graveyard and then also prevents all damage to it. So he made this deck before it even came out. He doesn't own the card. He's cheating. It's not how this works. <laughs> I still haven't played it. Uh, and then we have, it's only really a two-parter this week. Might be a little bit of a shorter episode. Depends on how long our spotlight is. But it's more of a magical discussion. Discussion yeah. topics. About the new pre-cons that are coming out next week. Yeah, so we had number two had kind of a question. We're like, hey, we can maybe talk about that. Throw that up on the podcast Could. or whatever. So, um, but first, if you do follow us on Twitter... You might find out if we do something next week. <laughs> also, I really appreciate the people oh, hashtag man. not sharing with Adam. I made like three the of them biggest out. mistake this week. I went to a brew fest where yeah. it was 30 bucks and from 3 until 7, you got these like little beer glasses and you got to drink 
there were like 50 different vendors there and each of them had like at least three to seven different beers Mm -hmm. and it was afterwards i was like i should have been taking pictures and saying not sharing with lowry damn yeah but that's not really like a hashtag that we're supporting Uh, it's not sharing it'll be my only my my hashtag that no one else i don't like this hashtag (laughs) not sharing with adam because i just feel left out everybody's like not sharing with adam (laughs) no i'm i'm super excited yeah for all of them because like i've already learned stuff about what well somebody like did the pp and j whiskey drink that one looks super sweet I think then at the end of the Out year, we take all the not sharing with Adams and we have a party and it's sharing with Adam. At no, that we're going to be fucking wasted. <laughs> well, that, but you got to share Also, with me. I don't have that much money. <laughs> I'm a poor boy. So you should donate to our Patreon. <laughs> there you go. See, hey, you took over mine. Yeah. That's at the no, end. It's, you could do it now. No, that's all right. Keep going. And you can also uh, do the proxy of the week. Check out that yeah. proxy of the week from the patrons. That's, That's one of your things you get from there. Actually, our proxies went out this week. Started going out. There's a couple of you. I'm still waiting for get your back to them. Yeah, give me your orders because then I can back. send you not only your proxies but your potential winnings from the box the packings, potentials opening. I mean, you didn't win, but potentially, potentially won. Uh, and that is going up shortly too. It's just been one of those weeks where you've been so. <laughs> Yeah, I've been no, busy. I You've mean, been busy. the last four months. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's our best much excuse. What it is right now. That's our best I can't excuse. wait when, until the house is done being built, where I don't have, th- where I can actually fucking. I also can't wait to stop because <laughs> you hear me stop whining about it. Stop whining. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> well, if you would help me build my house, Larry, stop. If working there are on your any women out there, you can hashtag stop whining and then have like a glass of wine. Stop whining at them. Oh, I like have a glass of wine. Why are you putting it just to women? I like wine. Because you're a woman. (laughs) (laughs) So sexist, Larry. I love wine, especially the sweet wines. That's also the brew fest had like a ton ton of different wines actually. So kind of funny story. The the friend that brought us to this, she was like running it kind of and her sister was working the wine stand, but she had no idea about like what wines, like what you drink with what and whatever. She's like, Adam, she doesn't know you go up and like start asking her questions. Like what kind of wine to drink? So like, they told me to ask what, what are the wine works in with this steak wine or oh, whatever. Steak? Yeah. But I went up and I was just like, Oh, I want to know what, what's the best wine for a corn dog. <laughs> she just <laughs> sat there and was like, um, I'm, I don't know. And I was like, I just, a corn dog is just, I'm going to have to add. I'm like, um, your sister told me to fuck with you. And she's like, God damn it. Like cheese curds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I went with the, I think because I just got done eating a corn dog. Of course. You'd yeah. be like, go up there with a stick and be like, <laughs> what's the best? I what could have went with this? <laughs> I'm already done with it, but I'll get another one if you can uh, tell me the wine that's yeah. with it. So, but yeah, it oh, was, boy. uh, it was pretty good. Oh, Where are we at right now? I don't know. Your uh, YouTube. YouTube. We do meat box. Oh, yeah. No, it's not meat box. It's meat bucket. Meat bucket. <laughs> meat, box meat box is really gross. It's mixing the two. You're talking about a vagina <laughs> and a penis. <laughs> that doesn't work. I mean, no, that's exactly how it's supposed to work. <laughs> I guess that's how you have babies. I mean, uh, it could be whatever you want. It could yeah. be... Meet meat. Meet meat. Or box box. <laughs> is that, is that uh, Roadrunner? <laughs> I'm just looking at you going, save me. <laughs> no, let yourself dig yourself into a bigger <laughs> hole. 
and then also we forgot to mention our newest patrons since we already did the patron stuff. Uh, no, we didn't. I mean, well, Derek, Derek Warner, he actually was last week, and yeah. we kind of forgot. My bad, buddy. But that's our newest patron. Um, I mean, I can take responsibility too. Fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. That's how this works. Is there anything else with Meat Bucket? So Meat Bucket's the rest of August. One lucky winner will win a proxy from Meat Bucket. The meat comment bucket, underneath Meat YouTube. Bucket Challenge. Meat Bucket Challenge. Isn't that where it came up? <laughs> if somebody wants to hashtag Meat Bucket <laughs> and show me how much meat you can fit in your bucket. <laughs> no. This is going to be bad. <laughs> you know, direct message Larry with those. Send, send your we, pictures. We share an account email. though, so yeah. go on ahead. <laughs> Oh. Also, it, like, I we're just, gonna get people just you know like how you put popcorn <laughs> your the whole popcorn trick when the penis in there. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get buckets with penis in it. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> that's a buttery dick right there. <laughs> I was more thinking your ice cream bucket thing that you used to have your meat in. <laughs> Come on, let's move on. This is ridiculous. This episode is going nowhere. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then email if you want to email Larry some meat bucket pictures. You're still on my thing. <laughs> I know, because it's still my patron thing. Uh, go there, send uh, pictures and uh, song suggestions song, and all yeah, that. Yeah, no, Ozzy Nate had one ready for me. I totally didn't look at it. So oh, he did? Why, yeah. Son of a bitch. Nate. Yeah, we got to talk about that a little bit too. What? He had a good comment. What was the comment? He's You're re- crying. Yeah, no, You're I'm laughing serious. real hard. <laughs> What kind of wine goes with corn dogs? <coughs> That's what got me off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. lucky Jesus! Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So that's all our, our fun stuff. What should we jump into our episode actually and stop talking about buckets? And hey, we meat? got Patreon too. I already did. You that. could donate. We kind of give did you that. proxies. Yeah, we did. And that. then that helps support our channel. And then they can potentially get in the drawings. Which again, I already said. It's going to be coming out this week, so when yeah. it comes out, in I'm going to try to we'll attach this episode probably. to it, too. So I can... mean, this this box giveaway, like the packs and stuff, was so successful. We'll probably do it again. <laughs> yes. We definitely added one patron. <laughs> yeah, we did. It was after we did the drawing. Or... No, 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 before. But no, I'm Bill saying, like... from Woodbury. Oh, yeah. That's he right. joined. He did. I don't know if it was for the pack or anything, but he joined. That's a good after point. After we announced that. Yeah, he won some So very successful. Too. His went out today, too. He did. Good job. Yeah. So give me your your patron, not your patron, your proxies, so I can send you guys your winnings, the people that haven't done it yet. You three people out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's move into uh, Spotlight with Savine. A Spotlight Deck. We need to get a new sounder for that. All right. Why don't you tell me what Savine is? Uh can't actually read that. Okay. Savine is two blue, red, and a white 2-2 legendary creature. Human wizard. Prevent all damage that would be dealt to Savine. When you cast your first instant or sorcery spell from your graveyard each turn, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for that copy. And so when I when I when we were like talking about it when it first came out, I was really focused on the flashback part because it's the flashback deck and it's kind of like a unique effect when it comes to doubling the effect of casting instants or sorceries from your graveyard. Mm-hmm. And then when we were discussing it, Trombley was like, well, it's pretty cool to prevent all damage. And then I probably like zoned out for two minutes during the podcast. I was like, 
holy shit, he's totally right, pariah, pariah shield, and all that stuff. And so I kind of like, Matt, it's more of like a redirect damage to Savine and or other creatures, along with the Oh, benefit. yeah, I do remember when Trauma was talking about <clears throat> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when I, because I had, my friend Nick built a Kytheon, who's the Flipwalker into Gideon. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a similar deck, but it's only mono white. This, you're able to incorporate the red and the blue, and also the There's spells that are There's a lot more flashback out. stuff with that, too. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Nice. And so it's it's just like a fuller deck. That deck just like locked it down and did nothing. Mm-hmm. This one Does locks something. it down and might do something. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't played enough yet. Uh, but so it, it's more of like a redirect damage, surviving through damage, and being able to cast spells from your graveyard. So and that's more of like the support because you can only do it once per turn yeah. anyway for an instant or sorcery. So so is it mass? damage then kind of it so can, it's hitting everything yeah that, that's uh a part of it so then i guess let's get into it instead of me asking more questions about what else it's gonna do <laughs> what is it <laughs> so just two oh you know what i'm really fucking thirsty because i keep coughing oh here. that's I a really a beer. good point can i have a beer please <laughs> do you want to do double toasted marshmallow let's do from it Deca- double toasted Decadent? marshmallow man man dude <laughs> that's a hint man dude <laughs> man dude <laughs> Uh, inside stuff that might be outside stuff soon. That's not how I expected it to look. Yeah, I actually thought it was going to be like a dark beer. Yeah, me too. It's light. Actually, I should have probably read the package. It's a uh, double IPA. So yeah, it's going to be brewed with... I'll give you that. It smells good. Brewed with... Turbinado. Nobody fucking cares. Coconut sugars. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Boom. Let's see this. Yeah, it's not too bad. That I like a that different as a taste. Double IPA. Yeah, not something I was uh, expecting. I was expecting it was going to be marshmallows. <laughs> did you did you get any marshmallow there? Nope, I didn't either. So on the name, it's a disappointment, but it tastes pretty good. Mm-hmm. I could sip on this beer, but it's not roasted marshmallow at all. So the funny and thing you is, you only burn your marshmallows because yeah. you're a heathen. Yeah, me and Cindy do that. I know. <laughs> so fucking weird. Uh, so the funny thing kind of side note with the beer stuff when we're at the the brew fest I was digging all the the coffees and all that stuff and Cindy's like Larry's tainting you you like all these dark beers and stuff now I'm like I don't know I just like sipping beers sometimes the light ones like uh, Northeast I pound the crap out of them so I uh, never really taste them it's just like water but I like the the dark sipping stuff that's not this but well, this my, my palate flavor, has, so. has changed a little bit I think for the better. Yeah. Not for your wallet, though. <clears throat> um, so, back to the deck. Two pieces, like, being able to... Well, I'll just let you read the first one. Uh, I don't even recognize this card. It looks like a fake card. I Entangler. really like It is two and two white. Is an enchant creature. Enchanted creature may block any number of creatures. I don't even recognize So that's that an aura from Prophecy. You put that on Savine, you can block all ground creatures. And it will survive because all the damage is prevented. It's just a... I, I suggest people look up this card because it totally looks like an anime card. Like, this doesn't look like a magic card. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of from that set, though. They, they kind of have that style a little bit. Fine, just knock down what I said in my little comment instead of just agreeing with me. Hammer of Nazan. Is, is that how we say that? Nazan? 
Sure. It's just a cat. This one's this equipment is one of my favorite equipments mm-hmm. that uh, I don't think a lot of people have I mean it's starting to catch on a little bit, but it's from what, yeah. two commander sets ago? Mm-hmm. And this is a four drop equipment when it when this or another equipment enters the battlefield under your control, you may attach it directly to a creature you control. So those equipments that cost a lot of mana to attach. It, it just equips right away. right away. And then this one is gives that creature 2 plus 0 and indestructible, which is pretty sweet. And so, like, I felt like indestructible was pretty important in this deck. Because you don't want the removal, like, yeah, you destroy. Don't want, like, yeah, so, like, that protects it against that. The damage is fine. And so, like, it just helps out, along with some other creatures. Do you have any um, other equipment that's in the deck that you can go... So, Pariah Shield is, like, 3 to come out, 5 to equip. Oh, that's right, yep. And that that's... But it's kind of a central point. If you can get Pariah or Pariah Shield on Savine, you kind of got the game locked down. Pariah has some bad memories of... <laughs> Jake was playing Pariah. He had a good Pariah deck. Remember that? He'd lock us out with that deck, yeah, too. Yeah. Jake would always lock us out when he played decks. Uh, he, made, like, he made favorite thing decks to do way was, better than us. Yeah, he's like, how do I make them not have fun? This is how I do it, and then we lose. Yeah. And for some reason, we're still playing, and he's not. <laughs> he got bored with killing us all the time. <laughs> uh, so this is the re. We, you can kind of go quick over it, just okay. say the name. But it's the it's the redirect package. So deflecting palm redirects all damage from a source to back to that source, basically to the player or creature. That's of your choice. always I like that kind yep. of surprising because it is an instant, so you can. You know, do a big creature or a fireball effect. Dropping plates! Yeah. And then this happens. So it can do some big stuff. The dropping plate story is from Trombley and Tyson. Uh, Gideon's Sacrifice. Which I really like this card because, again, so I have stuffy doll effects in here as well. Mm-hmm. So you can either just prevent all damage that's being done to you and your sources and put it towards Savine or put it on your stuffy doll and, like, redirect the damage to their face. Exactly. Uh, then you have Protector of the Crown. It's uh, a lot cast a uh, big casting cost, but that's monarch. Monarch, along with it's its own pariah, and so any damage dealt to you is dealt to it as a like a two six, mm-hmm. but two five. two five. But if you're able to get like indestructible or preventing the damage on it, then again that's kind of a, a similar to Savine thing that you're trying to set up, and you get the monarch in there, which yep. we like to try to it, add in there. Yep, uh, generals regalia. So that's you pay three uh, mana, and you're redi- redirecting any damage from you to any permanent, like to a creature you control. Mm, so, so Savine, set up. Pariah Shield. Uh, redirecting all damage dealt to you to whatever creature it's and then Pariah equipped the same. or aura to. And yep, the Pariah Aura does the same thing. Then Vengeful Archon. Yeah, so this is probably, a, like, I really like this card. So any damage dealt to you, you can pay X and redirect it back to a creature or player. It's a lot of mana. It's a 7-7 seven, seven flying creature, and it's like 7 to come out. But I feel like it's another one of those redirecting damage back to them. They're probably not going to come all out at you with that in play, but it's you also... You prevent that damage, and it does it to the player. Redirect it back to that player? Yeah, it's not a creature, though. Okay, okay. So, I, so I like, you, 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 you it, just it, don't block whatever you can prevent and send back. But still, that's that's pretty sweet to actually... Because it's not targets, or it's just preventing the damage and sending it right back yeah. in your face. So. And if you've cast that, you basically know that you have seven mana that you mm-hmm. could be using and redirecting. And but it's also a 7-7 seven, seven flyer. It's a big beater, <laughs> exactly. Uh, what's your next package? Um, let's go with... 
the uh, the stuffy doll package. Uh, so basically, Stuffy Doll, when it comes into play, you're naming a player, and that player, any damage that's dealt to Stuffy Doll goes to that player. Yep. Stuffy Doll is indestructible, and you can tap it to do a damage to itself. Yep. And so that's when you're redirecting damage, you can do it to your Stuffy Doll. Similar thing with the next couple. Uh, Mog Maniac. And the same thing as the next two. But the problem with Mog Mania, you got to get the indestructible on it. Die. But that's where the indestructible, yeah. yeah. Spite Mare, you've used that a couple times in some other decks too. And that one does the same thing. Whenever it uh, damages, damage deals that much. You can deal it to any creature Creature or player. player. Yep. Uh, Repercussion. Oh. Go with that one. Go with that one. Okay. Boros Reckoner. That's very similar. Great. And then, yeah. You can give it first strike, which is kind of yeah. nice. But then the the, uh, the enchantment's super important, too. So, Repercussion is three and one colorless enchantment. Whenever a creature is dealt damage, Repercussion deals that much damage to that creature's controller. So, you're preventing your damage. Mm-hmm. But then, if you even if you redirect it to their creature, it's doing it to them. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, there's a lot that you can do with that. And so, there's a lot of damage-based wraths that you can deal with like a blasphemous act exactly next package is just a small you, there's a lot of it's options just a small out package there. just a small one that we're gonna go so oh, there's blasphemous Smith, act Smith package <laughs> that's what uh, blasphemous, ma- blasphemous blasphemous act eight and one red but it costs one less for each creature on the battlefield does 13 damage to each creature and then Wave of Reck- Reckoning, uh, each creature deals damage to itself equal to its power. I use that in my Arcades deck with mm. the walls, which is pretty sweet. So that's white-based damage, mm. and then there's red-based damage. And then Soul Fire Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. That's a difficult card to play in a deck. You know, you look at it, you're like, oh, it's a white card. And it's like, no, it's a three-color card. Yeah. It's, um, but it gives your instant and sorcery spells lifelink. So, like, Blasphemous Act can, if there's... Five creatures on board that gains you like sixty plus life. life. Yeah, and then it also except for the prevented stuff to your creatures. Yeah. But the next time you cast an instant or sorcery spell from your hand, put that card into your hand instead of your graveyard, as though as it resolves. So yeah. you just so keep like, casting. If you have a cheap blasphemous act, being able to like pay five to do it mm-hmm. turn after turn after turn seems really good, and you're still gaining a ton of life. Well, it's not turn after turn because you probably killed it. Yeah, killed this. Yeah. Unless you give so, it indestructible. Yeah, again, that's why it's kind of important to have the indestructible or something in there that's going to prevent damage. Mm-hmm. There are other cards. I didn't use that so much. Um, and so that's kind of like the damage base redirection, trying to deal damage through the redirection. Like there's chain reaction that deals damage as well. So you might get to it in a little bit, but is this mostly... Um your surround damage and making it so yours doesn't die. Is that how you're winning the game then? Yeah. Being able to just do that. But the repercussions is pretty big and just being able, like you're wiping the board. If you have like a Boros Reckoner and also dealing like 10 damage. Mm-hmm. And so you're just kind of flinging that around and then you're able to chip in some damage. Cause you have creatures that survive as well, uh, better than they do. And so, and then you get your value, uh, through your spells, being able to double them up when you're recasting them from Too your graveyard. Too bad it doesn't have a splash of green. You can throw vigor in there, and that would be just like ridiculous. <laughs> well, in this style deck, like there, there is the uh, red, white, green one, Tamanoa from Cold Snap, but it's not a legend. But everybody, like there are a bunch of people that just use it as a legend, mm. and it's whenever non-combat damage is dealt, you gain life, mm. and so. 
that that's a pretty cool way of doing it too. But, what colors is that? Uh, red, white, green. Oh, okay. Uh, what's your next package? Is it flashback? Let's go with just some of the creatures. Okay, this, that will flashback. So you spells. got torrential gear Hulk, which yep. flashes back. A spell. Comes into play. Flash or you get to play an instant in your graveyard for free. Uh, the big daddy of them all, Snapcaster Mage. Uh, gives you an uh, instant or sorcery flashback, anyone in the graveyard. And then Jace Verin's Prodigy. Prodigy. So that, you can, it's an 0-1, you tap it, you and can draw a card, a discard foil. a card, and it'll flip into Jace, and you can like minus three it to flashback a, a spell from your graveyard. There's a couple others uh, that do that, but um, it's kind of important to be able to get some more powerful spells yeah, other than sure. just like the flashback ones. Uh, and then some other kind of cool flashback ones. Uh, increasing vengeance. This it, is two and you get to copy target instant or sorcery spell you control. You can flashback it for five. And then it doubles when you flashback it. But oh, then it copy. double double. Yeah. That's the ones that I was talking about. I was just like, does it double double? So it's like it, you're doing it two, but it does it four because it doubles it. That's too much. This is, I can't follow. It could be really fun. <laughs> uh, prismatic stand, or strands. Uh, so you can tap a white creature to flash it back, and it prevents all damage from a color to your creatures. Uh, just another part of that preventing. Like So you could tap uh, Grandmaster Soulfire, Soulfire Grandmaster, mm -hmm. prevent all the damage from Blasphemous Act to your creatures, and be able to replay it and stuff like that. Also flashback, so you could give it protection from like red and green and. Kind well, of does it give it protection? It says prevent all damage. Oh, prevent all damage. Yeah, oh. so not protection. Still fine. Doesn't wear condoms. Still fine. Battle screech. Uh, so it gives you two one one flyers mm -hmm. and flashback. You get to you can tap three white creatures. It's off you of control. modern horizon. So yeah, that's a pretty sweet card. But then if you're doubling with, it with Savine. You tap three, and you're getting four yeah. flyers. And at that point, you have six total. And that's pretty sweet. Uh, one of my favorites, Quasi-Duplicate. Uh, so that's another part. That's a different way is the uh, discarding a card. What is that called? Jumpstart. Yeah, so jumpstarting. That's another way to play cards from your graveyard. Mm. So Quasi-Duplicate, being able to ca like copy a creature you control, which the Stuffy Doll or Boros Reckoner would be... Uh, pretty solid in that and then call the skybreaker uh so this is seven mana sorcery uh, and it creates a five five flying elemental red elemental. elemental looks like a fucking squid i know uh but then you can discard a card to retrace it from your graveyard or yeah discard a land card yep, and then you get card. to recast it which would get you two five fives so and just one. you can keep doing that because it does not exile so yep. retrace is kind of nice especially kind of late game and if you're at seven mana at that point it is probably mid to late game so you should be able to do it multiple times yeah and then just some really nice spells that you want to be able to flash back or play back from your spell or from your graveyard so we have precognitive <laughs> like i sounded that out precognitive uh, perception three and two blue instant draw three cards it has addendum uh, if you cast this spell during your main phase instead scry three then draw three which is like, pretty sweet i, like I, this I feel card like this card like i'm liking it more and more mm -hmm. and so having the choice to be able to draw three cards on another turn with savine but like if you flash in snapcaster pay five draw six cards feels pretty powerful mm -hmm. um or 
you know, there's there's a couple others, but yeah. So you have Mystic Confluence and Fiery Confluence. Confluence seem ridiculous in this. So you're able to choose all these things three, t- or you can choose them three times. You can choose one more than once. Mystic has counter target spell unless their controller play- pays three. Return target creature to its owner's hand or draw. Fiery Confluence has deals one damage to each creature or deals two damage to each opponent or destroy target artifact. So there's so a lot you, that you can do there. You have six and so, options of things. Yeah, and you're just doubling that effect if yeah. you're able to play it from your graveyard. seems really powerful. There is a white confluence as well. I didn't put it in here. Because um, it's not as good. I don't remember yeah. what, what's whites. Uh, you can choose be, like three between gaining five life, putting a 2-2 two, two into play, exiling an or enchantment. So that one's an artifact there, so probably. Yeah, so that's it. Exile an enchantment, 2-2 two, two knight, gain five life. So it's still not bad. I, I don't. It just didn't make, didn't make the, cut. the cut at this point. Um, and one thing, like, oh, I guess we'll get to that in the next segment here. But well, I feel like this can be a really controlling deck. Mm-hmm. I, and that, and you were bringing it up, like, how do you kill? And it's just like keeping the board under control. Um, I am afraid that I'm not going to be able to like kill quick enough with mm-hmm. this. Like I could see people ganging up and taking you out maybe but you don't have big enough well you do have some big stuff in there though you've got a couple things it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because it does feel like i need like three different things going on mm-hmm. um it might be too much of a jumbled mess but i kind of was one once trombley said that i was like that's what i want to do Wheels got so we'll, we'll see if it actually works and comes together as the puzzle puzzle that i'm hoping mm-hmm. um one thing that you'll notice is i didn't bring up any of the new cards coming from the set oh you didn't use any of those i don't i don't have any of them oh that's a good point again that's why we will talk about it like i'm pretty sure the dragon that when it attacks all your creature or all your spells get flashback from the graveyard i'm like pretty Uh, sure that's gonna make it keep that out pretty sure that's gonna make it (laughs) um that's a good point yeah so you didn't want to but you built the deck it's you have it untapped out then already or no yes should I cut that out? No, when okay. this when this comes out, it'll be on there. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm going to say one thing with mass damage is you're probably going to become a target pretty quick if you're killing everybody's stuff. I can see that. But as long as you're the only one that has stuff and they don't have stuff, there's nothing that can happen. Yeah, and if the, if right? it's too suppressive, then you could just get ganged up. I think one problem is going to be like it's probably slow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see it being pretty slow. So you hope... That it's like turn five, turn. Hopefully, you get Savine out on like turn four, and then you just can protect it after that, like a Pariah, or being able to redirect damage and stuff like that. So, so similar to um, how you did with Feather, kind of type of thing, protect. Feather, that was a Feather little was bit more instant stuff that you were using, yeah. like trickery. This yeah, is your saying you, you want to get your equipment and all that. It stuff It just kind of get like it's more like a lock piece, because mm. really, I mean, the damage. It doesn't get damaged. You just need to get rid of the removal and stuff. And yeah. And so if somebody, like, Doom Blades, it, that's pretty bad for you. Do you have um, Spell Sky in there? No. What? It's blue. And it does redirect. Mm-hmm. I don't have it in there. All right. It's one of your favorite cards. <laughs> I keep cutting it right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, again, I, I'll have to go through. One thing that... I haven't done with this deck is being able to, I haven't been able to like goldfish it a ton and I don't really want to until I get the pre-con and be able to fit in those other cards. Yeah. Cause uh, right now it 
you don't feel like it's the deck that you're it's not like be, complete complete yeah. but like i would i would play this mm-hmm. at this point I, I don't feel bad about it i just think i always have questions going into it i do feel like it's probably a little too high curve at mm-hmm. this point um, did you check uh you don't have it on tapped out. I don't yet. have it on. But you game. know what I talked about with the tapped out stuff? You should try that out next time. Or when you get this on there where you can test the deck out. Oh, yeah. I, I tried it. that. It's dumb. It, it's all right. You can't search. That's the only problem. Yeah, that's. I tried to <coughs> test my Golos deck, which is pure searching yeah, for lands. I'm like, this work. fuck sucks. Yeah. Um, so I think this will be interesting. I think it's kind of cool. Um, I don't. I haven't had any commander deck like this. So it's going to be new for me to be able to play and see what I can do with it. Um, this style, I think what I did was like I dropped out like um, like Ghostly Prison effects mm-hmm. because I'm wanting to be able to redirect that damage. And so if all I'm doing is stopping people from attacking me, I want them to feel like they can't do anything. You should throw out the uh, stuff that makes them attack you. You know what I'm um, saying? Do a lot of the stuff that's forcing them to attack and all that stuff. Because then you can gain the bonuses from it if you're pre- preventing the damage. Like, what's the the red one? Uh, the red enchantment, isn't it? You get a treasure token every time somebody attacks. Oh, the red three colorless. Yeah. Cut's bad, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like I'm already cutting a lot of good cards i don't know if i want to fit in like i feel like that might dilute the deck a little bit more on plus everybody already wants to attack you so why give them more than likely yeah this is this is more of the oh you want to play the curses and play it on yourself it's not a bad idea (laughs) only problem is you don't get the benefit from attacking because you can't attack yourself yeah yeah. it'll be interesting i yeah i so I think it'll be a fun deck. And I hope, like, if anybody builds Sabine, uh, you know, go to Tapped Out. Let me let me know what you think of the deck. And also, Tips. if you built it, what other what did you, you did which it? way did yeah. you go? Yeah, I think that'd be... I think there's different ways. I think you could go, like, this is Spell Slinger, easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's just, like, a, you can't damage wall. That That seems fine. You could probably go the route of just, like, Putting a ton of uh, whoa! I almost said oh, no. You totally <laughs> said the c word. I have allergies. Holy right crap! A ton. I am not cutting that out. <laughs> so what about a c word? <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> you, you. I can see your face. You're like, oh my god! I just said that. <laughs> uh I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, put a, I know what you were a talking ton about. <laughs> of equipment or auras on it and have it be one huge. You're <laughs> 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 terrible. Uh, I didn't say it. But either. that's about it. All right. I would say. That seems interesting. Uh, flashback stuff. Um, there, you know, there was a lot better flashback cards than I thought there was. Oh, wasn't there cards that you gave me shit for that you actually put in there? No, no, no. Like, every time that I brought up, like, flashback, I was like, what are you going to do? Think twice? And think twice is in this in deck. Here. Yeah. It's just like, well, it's it's a card draw. And it's solid to be able to card draw, from my understanding. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was actually thinking, as we were talking here, shouldn't this... Um 
segment be called or the next segment called uh just the tips yeah that's exactly what this is you're yeah. right we're trying to think of the name of like we know we have a name for this i can't remember what it is so uh adam number two uh kind of sent us a text this last week and was like hey you guys should talk about like how you prepare for the new commander set like what you guys do with your decks what mm-hmm. and all that stuff i know we talked about it last year a little bit but um kind of what we do to just start kind of do like when that set comes out last year it worked out perfect because we had guys weekend mm-hmm. so we bought all four of them and then you just play the shit out of them we don't even change the decks at all we just go there and you play the pre-con straight out of the box see how they work see what you like we'll see switch what you the, don't like. the main commander around like we won't use yeah. necessarily the one that they have in foil or sitting on the front of the box but for the most part we just play the crap out of them because then right afterwards um they will never be together again yeah they get torn apart and things get moved around things that we like we put in binders if they're expensive whatever or we make new decks like lowry's doing with his so as soon as yeah. he's done playing the pre-con a lot of those cards are coming out but that you do a little bit differently um throughout the years not necessarily since we've been doing this podcast because we make so many decks, but how you used to do it. We used to build one for each of those, and you still are kind of doing that now. Yeah, right? that's what I'll do this year. Last year I didn't just because it was like, how do we fit this on the podcast? Yeah. Now we're a little bit more attuned with it, and we're trying to do other things. So, uh, But what what I used to do was this was my time of year. Whenever the new set came out, that's when I would just destroy, deconstruct all of my decks put all of my cards away so that they were where they're supposed to be. That's, you know, it's a big, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking a thousand hours, cards, hours, yeah, and hours and hours and just getting rid of everything. And then new stuff comes out. And if there's stuff that like cards that intrigue me to build with, I do that first. Mm-hmm. And then I know like, I'm not going, Oh, where's, is, where's is that card? Um, I, I, is it in this deck? Do I have another one? Um, so it just allowed me to build the deck fresh, not have to like pull from anywhere else. And it felt like, okay, I'm making this as good as I can. What, what, so you destroyed all your decks? I would get rid of everything and I would build for about a month and a half straight. And I would build, I would try to go back up to last year because we were doing the cast and everything. Now I'm destroying as I go. Mm -hmm. And then I'm building decks as I go. Like right now I've added like eight decks. Like after this, it's going to be eight new decks that I've, I've never had. I'll have 20 decks. Whoa, I used to you, just have yeah, like used to, yeah, you I just had 12. To that number. That's my number, pretty much. So I'm up to 20 now after this is all said and done. Oh, good for you! Oh, good for yeah, you. Yeah, I actually bought new sleeves for the first time in a decade. Yeah, I'm, I'm at that point. Well, half of mine are in your house over here, so I have to yeah. buy new ones. Uh, I guess I do mine a lot differently because I don't like to destroy my deck. I don't build I as just, much as you do. You just destroy them yeah. all. Um I guess lately what I've been doing is I kind of go through, I, I always liked having that option that I could play that deck again, you know? So I know I never mm. wanted to just destroy it, especially if it was, you know, I spent so much time trying to build these decks. It was, it's always a lot more difficult for me to just destroy them. But since doing this, I kind of pick out ones that I just, I haven't played for a year or six months or something like that. And, um, I'm having to destroy them because I have no other place to put decks and when I'm carrying mm-hmm. my stuff around. I haven't yet for this. 
for the deck that I'm going to build? My one deck compared to your seven? I'm only building four. <laughs> and I have three done. I don't know what to do from the Madness deck yet. Still don't. Uh, but yeah, so... I, I, I guess I don't make room for mine. It's just every time I build a new deck... I So do you just go and buy new card sleeves and you're always adding to the stock? Like you, I've like always, what it, when is the choice for you to destroy a deck? That's what I was kind of saying is that lately I'm have I, I've never built this many decks so much in a okay. year. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, normally yeah. maybe a handful a year is what I would build. Now we're building a deck every other month for me, and that's a lot. You know, I guess every other year would be only a handful that would equal out to be the same thing that didn't work out right. Mm, uh, but <laughs> whatever. Most so, people don't understand it. Normally I have. I've always had like 20, 25 decks, you know, at my disposal. Yeah. And so I really haven't had to buy card condoms because I've had that many and I've destroyed ones to get down to that. And so I have stacks in rubber binders of empty card sleeves of 100 like perfect decks or whatever, you know, for mm-hmm. my decks. Mm-hmm. But now I'm to that point where we're building so much, I actually need to go buy some with one either running out of decks or those card condoms are getting to be 15, 20 years yeah, old and they're yeah. falling apart. They're starting to peel yeah. and it's, all that crap. You have one deck that's oh, yeah, pretty much fucking, all peeled. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, but, and so, like, do you, do you run into, like, one thing that I learned from jake when he was still playing when we were doing 60 card decks that's when i had 20 25 decks of 60 card casual mm. card decks and he's just like why do you have so many he's like just boil it down mm. to you know your top five decks because that's what he had he had like four or five decks and like he'd had one a year when we were playing and but he was just like just boil it down use all the good cards so you're not spreading it out because so, it was almost like every time i built a deck i took like a a 15th of power away from the deck because i'd steal the, from that deck that's the difference here though is since we've been doing the the proxies i don't have to worry about that i think that is a big thing i would agree with that. i just build another deck and then i just have that deck sitting there i don't have anything over five dollars in that deck that isn't a proxy mm-hmm. everything that's over five is a proxy so it's like yeah, I might buy, like I just bought, um, mainly because, again, my cards are at your house. Uh, I ran out of wood elves, so I bought 15 of them foil ones for, I don't know, five bucks or something like that. Um, okay. And I think it was foil. Maybe they're just regular, because it would be really expensive. Aren't wood elves expensive? Yeah, that foil. would be expensive. Yeah, maybe it's just regular. They wouldn't be five dollars. You might have spent five, five bucks on to get 15. to fifteen of them. Yeah, that that's probably sense. where it is. That's better math. But so those I spent, I bought a bunch of them, and I'm like, all right, I always use wood elves. You always use wood elves and mm-hmm. decks. But those are some some of those cards I'll buy over, but it's only cents. You know, it's not a lot of money that I spend. So I'm not making the power less. I get what you're saying with that, but yeah, it, yeah. it's because of the proxies. Why I can just have a deck just sit there. And I think that's a big thing. Like, you do have a large collection. So do I now. Like, Mm. you know, a decade ago, I had everything fit into, like, less than two boxes of, like, five rows, you know? Yeah, you should see Lowry's house now. Now now I have Adams and my cards. (laughs) And I have just stacks. That doesn't work. (laughs) You have a a whole room that's dedicated to magic, pretty much. Yeah, like, I have enough cards. Yeah. So, like, I don't worry about it along with the proxies for the really expensive ones Hmm. and so you don't 
proxy as much as I do because it's a little harder for you to do it. My printer isn't nearly as good as yours. So you you do the expensive ones, but you don't go as far down as five bucks. So you have a little bit yeah. less. And I so see like that right more now, where like, you need to tear apart the deck so you yeah. can use some of those cards. So right now, like now that I've gone from 12 up to 20, like I'm like, oh, shit. I don't have like a 20th soul ring. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need these you don't have a twentieth soul. I, I traded. I like in the last six months, I've traded away like eight of them. Oh really? Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm gonna get more. I'm gonna get four yeah. more. Why? Why not? Now that, but I wasn't planning on going up to twenty decks. Now I'm like, okay, I need to adjust my, uh, like what I have for mm. certain cards. Like, I'm running out of. We do like, have proxies for soul rings. Oh no. Yeah, we do. What <laughs> um, are the rings? But we like I, I'm running out of like lightning greaves and like those cheaper. The staples. Staples. Mm-hmm. Like Solom Simulacrum and stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm running out. So I'm going, like, oh, this I is better use, in this deck. I always use proxies deck. for Solom. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I'm, again, running out of that and <laughs> starting to use, like, real ones. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of like, I think if you have a, uh, like, a smaller collection, I think having different deck ideas that don't overlap as much is pretty important mm-hmm. as well. So like, yeah, and that's, you, that's it, why you, know, you said it, like with my get rog and my Maserak, you're like, those two are decks are pretty much the same. I mean, yeah. they do the same ideas, but to me they're different and mm-hmm. I haven't killed one of them yet. I almost did, <laughs> but I didn't. But yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> They're very close. It'd be ridiculous if you only had three decks and two of those was that. They're yeah, yeah. pretty damn similar. It's and so like, and... in my mind, like, if you have... Oh, I did kill Gitrog, didn't I? I think he did. that last deck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yarok? Yeah. So like, but in my mind, like, tokens is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. But if you have like a, a green-white token deck, a green-white-red token deck, and then you're looking to build... Uh, a token deck with the new one coming out like i would say if you have a smaller collection you probably are getting spread too thin yeah get rid and, of one of those token and so decks. you want to get rid of those token decks to build with the new one and i think that's perfectly reasonable but if you're able to make proxies and you don't do uh, you can do what i do too but the other thing is that the thing i do like that we've been putting on tapped out is now I feel a little better about killing the deck because I put it on there first. And I'm like, saved. if I ever want to go back and be like, I want to build my Animar deck again, yeah. I can go on tapped out and check it out. And build One thing it. that I should say is, I don't know if we're going to switch here, um, but like I've seen a lot of people complaining about tapped out. I haven't been on since we oh, I have, built it I've a couple heard weeks. It too, yeah. So I think a lot of people might one? be architect. It's like architect, but architect. Okay. So uh, I might check that out. I haven't had out. any issues with it. but No, I, you, it... you did talk about, like, why isn't it allowing me to edit? You remember that time? Oh, yeah. I think that's happening, but more of a permanent thing. Yeah, it was super weird. So I was, like, editing the deck, and then I posted it, and then it didn't change it. And yeah. then I'd go to edit, and it'd show it was changed, but it didn't show that it was changed on the actual site yeah so it's like glitching or something yeah so i i don't know i again i haven't noticed it other than that time that you were talking with me Mm -hmm. about it um but we'll see yeah uh and so i i do think not overlapping all of your deck ideas i think that's important when it comes to that like but i also think that's why this set has been really interesting because you you have one morph deck out there with animar is that about it? Or Ixidor, yeah. which they didn't reprint. So it's either blue or blue, red, uh, green. But 
I, I haven't seen those. I haven't seen people going like, that's crazy. <coughs> yeah. Um, and so this gives you just kind of another option that might just kind of go in a different direction. Nothing super expensive that is maybe super necessary. You might disagree with me on that, but, um, you know, Madness, some people can play with Madness, but I think this gives you a ton of tools. Mm-hmm. This actually just improves your Madness deck, or you can switch over to a Madness. Like, to this kind. the only thing that's a common theme is tokens with the Populate. Yeah. So I, I think that's one nice thing about this. Like, before when you had, like, uh, like your tribal dragons. Yeah. It's like everybody has a fucking dragon yeah. deck. <laughs> and then, you know, it helped out, but it was like, did you want to have Ur Dragon, Cyan of the Ur Dragon, and another dragon? Like, yeah. You, you're going to, you should be choosing between one of them. Well, so I think that's a big thing. And that's one more thing. And we've, I've talked about that before too, is also some of the decks that I keep are just in case we're teaching somebody to play. I have a couple easy decks to play. That, those that are the ones sense. I can't kill, or I have a lot more difficult time killing. But, like, Edgar is probably always going to be there as a deck because it's one of the easiest to play, I think, you know, for beginners. Not easiest, no. but it, they are in the game and they don't really have to do anything. Um, I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, it's not like Rashmi or anything, yeah. like, complicated where you need to do sequences and turn stuff. Yeah. So We always want to bring people into the game, so... <clears throat> I have those, but those are those are my second layer decks. I have my top layer decks, which are the ones I play all the time, and mm-hmm. then I have my bottom ones, which are the ones that I made before we did this podcast. So, but now I'm already breaking into those. I don't have enough room for it, so I do need to destroy decks. I just can't. <laughs> well, do a voting system, see if people voted off, voted off the island like Survivor. But nobody knows your decks. Yeah, but if I put the name up, they would know. Maybe. I don't know. Fine. Have, have people vote. You'll get like five votes. Yeah, I was going to say That's get fun. five votes. We get plenty of interactions on Twitter. We do, actually, but doing all right. it's going to be like five. <laughs> you like how it used to be three. The joke was three. Now we're now at five. We're at five. Now we're up at five. almost doubled our... <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there, Lowry. <laughs> going to make it. Uh, is, there, is there anything else that... Was there any, I do if, to prep. Like, what did, what did I do here? I did kill some decks. Now, so, okay, funny thing is the reason why I'm going up to 20 decks is because I'm going crazy with building decks. But also, <laughs> uh, so, like, a distributor in the Minnesota area, uh, I believe it was called, like, Aladdin or something. But they went out of business. And so they were unloading a ton of their stuff, which was card sleeves. And so I was going into card stores and they're like do you want these card sleeves they are heavily like we bought it for super cheap and we're gonna sell it for cheaper than normal mm-hmm. and i'm like well i mean this is gonna be the best time to buy it mm-hmm. right and so i'm you know i'm buying 120 <coughs> you know sleeves for nine bucks mm-hmm. eight bucks when was this in the last like two months oh really yeah and so like i was going to card stores and they're like they got a ton of Probos from the last, like, three years. And they're, like, kind of junk. And I was like, no, well, I'll buy. You know, I think I picked up, like, what's the what's the land for the gates that wins you the game? Uh, Mystic Forge? No. Nah. Doesn't matter. Mystic Reforge? Nope. You're way off. It's the gate. Forge Mystic? Nope. <laughs> 
you're, you're really it. really far <laughs> it was one of my one of my specs a while back really far uh <laughs> we love this card no Kate doesn't matter doesn't matter wins you the game it doesn't matter you win doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and so like an unglued card but like that that did allow me to go from like 12 up to 20 decks because i was just like well i haven't bought sleeves in you know six years i might as well try and up like getting new sleeves some of them i don't like because they're fucking slick as shit but um that's why we talked about mystic it's not mystic i know but it's that's why it's on my mystic. mind because mystic confluence and <laughs> fire very not mystic yeah i don't know why it was in my uh it's from <laughs> people are gonna be mad they know i know no they know exactly what we're talking about it's really hard to come up with card names on the spot <clears throat> uh so i think sleeves deck archetypes i i do think Making sure you don't spread your collection too thin mm-hmm. if you want decent running decks. I think, like, you you don't want to spread it too thin. Or make proxies. Even then, like, you need to be willing to, um, like, if you're building a wizard deck. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> you get me every <laughs> time. Uh, like, you're a hairy wizard. Uh <laughs> Hagrid. Hagrid's mm. a hairy wizard. And Harry's he's a wizard. He's not really a wizard. Yeah, he is. He's a, whatchamacallit, he's a non-magical wizard. He's a beast wizard thing. Apprentice. <laughs> oh, now we're going to get everybody mad at us about Harry Potter. That I don't, we didn't I get don't that actually right. know my Harry Potter very well. <clears throat> I read all the books, but I should know this, but he's is a, a Meg. He's a zookeeper. <laughs> that likes spiders. He's a non-magical wizard. But he's a half giant. Hmm. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, on boy, thoughts, there's a lot I'm of guessing that's not right. <laughs> well, uh, I'm trying to look for the, the fucking land because I know I bought it and I'm like, where is it? But go ahead. <laughs> uh, what, what are some other things? Like, I don't know. I like playing with new Ur commanders because there's a lot more room to explore. But do you ever hit like a deck that you're like, you don't want to destroy it because you have so much fun with it and then you still destroy it or what do you do because that's the Oftentimes thing is- i'll come back to it because one one thing is like <coughs> mazes end yeah yes mystical end mystical end <laughs> no mazes end yeah you're totally right uh so yeah like i bought 15 mazes end for like 50 cents the foils yeah the promos because they were just getting dumped in the area and i was like okay Lucky, I bought yeah. twenty for eleven bucks. Gotta, so that's about the same price. Sure. <laughs> um. So, I one one thing is like when I do build a deck, I do like to go through and like I take cards out when I'm trying to add a new card, see how they work. Um. But sometimes you just kind of get stuck on I on a on an idea, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's nice just to like take it apart and leave it for a year or two and if you still have like that itch to play it you can rebuild it and it'll turn out pretty different um sometimes like i think that might be the downfall of tapped out but it's a lot less work to rebuild it off of tapped out Mm -hmm. um but if you're if you're trying to like add new cards and sometimes just cards come in you're like oh that'd be great in gahiji that's why i've built gahiji like four times at this point 
because I'm like, ah, oh, I don't have Gahiji. I'd love to have that in there. But when I have Gahiji, it's hard to cut cards yeah. and add new stuff in. But if you're rebuilding it, you're more likely to experiment with newer cards. So what I do is if there's new cards that come in, I typically, if I still have the deck alive, I throw, I don't necessarily put them in. I put them in like a sideboard type thing. So then mm-hmm. when I'm playing through the deck and I'm like, this card just isn't working, like a certain card that's in mm-hmm. there, then I'll just swap them out. And that's kind of how I, that's how I do that, mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. Um, or so, else I but I, I, I do like, I do like the pre-con commander stuff coming out yearly. I think that's pretty important. It adds a lot of fresh blood. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I think that's all our stuff. Is that right? What we got? Well, now we hit an hour because just rambling. Yeah, I was gonna You'll say. probably cut this down. <laughs> we do have some uh, breaks for coughing and for blowing noses. <laughs> Or making that kind of noise. <laughs> you caught that, right? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> that was my penguin impersonation. That was pretty awful then. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, this next week, we might have an episode. We might not. There might be a special episode. But if you really want to know, if all of a sudden you're like, gosh, it's Monday, it's Tuesday, and nothing's come out, go on Twitter, check it out. There might be something, little hints there. Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe just no, get like, like no. Nope. Stop, stop leading them on. Well, I will. We will. If we're not gonna have it, we'll put it on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll let you know if we're not doing anything on yeah. Twitter. Then we'll let you know if we are. And then we'll on Twitter. <laughs> Is that what we're doing right now? Yeah. At Commander Smiths. Oh, there we go. Uh, then you can go to YouTube. At Commander Smiths. Uh, you can GML us. <laughs> we're going to jail. At least I didn't say the c word. <laughs> Mail? Oh! <laughs> you got it two times this episode. At Commander Smiths. Uh, Don't go send to- us <laughs> mail at Commander Smiths. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, that'd be funny. We get uh, a meat a, boxes, a bucket of dicks, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> mail. Oh All boy, right. they're gonna censor. There's gonna be a lot of bleeps there, you know that. Are you gonna then, censor out Meatbox? Not Meatbox, but, okay. but the C word probably. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people have a problem with that word for some reason. Do they? Reason. Yeah, I don't is know. Is that why we have less listeners right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime. <laughs> that's why. Uh, and then go to G. No, I already did Gmail. You can go to Patreon. That's where you can At actually support us. Sorry for talking over you. No, I, I, that was supposed to be good. Apologies. Short there. Yeah. All right. Uh, until next week. Uh, you may see us next week, so... Or maybe not. <laughs> Stop doing this. <laughs> One of these times it's going to work. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> I don't know and why The funny thing happened. is your face, when you did it, you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>